Sprinting through the day like Usain Bolt from back-to-back -back meetings is a recipe for exhaustion, or at least a spilled cup of coffee. Without proactive planning, we have this cultural tendency to cram in as many activities and accomplishments as possible into the day, and still we feel like we've fallen short when our head hits the pillow. Because when everything is rushed, it's hard to produce meaningful, high-quality work. Today is all about getting out of the frenetic mindset that leads to B-plus outputs by leveraging the number one scheduling tip to use if you're not a planner person. Although this is a little known tip for most planning people too. This episode will cover the two root causes of an overwhelming schedule and the simple scheduling technique to give your daily plan room to finally breathe. Hi there, I'm Leva Buzard, strategy consultant turned time management coach. I'm a multi-passionate creative and used to struggle with following through on ideas. Today, I help creators enjoy the journey and manage their projects with ease. If you want to support your brilliant, messy, creative self with strategies for success, this podcast is for you, my friend. You are going to walk away from today's episode with step-by-step -step practices to improve productivity and cultivate presence. That means better work days right away. Welcome to Present and Productive, the podcast designed to help creatives confidently say yes to their dreams. I'm not a planning person. I can't tell you how many times I've heard that phrase with a knowing grin on my face. You see, I used to say it all the time. I'm not really a planning person. I like to work according to my own schedule. I know my big goals and projects already. I don't really need to create a daily schedule. If you find yourself nodding your head right now, I totally get it. I used to think planning is a waste of time. Why plan when you could be getting to work? Or scheduling is such a futile exercise. Unexpected things will come up, so why even bother scheduling? It's better to go with the flow. Or a personal favorite, I'm not a planning person. I don't control when my motivation ebbs and flows. Better to wait for my motivation to be high and be excited about the work so I can perform at my peak potential than schedule a project when I'm uninspired and create low quality work. Or last but not least, having a plan makes me feel like there's too much pressure. Just looking at a schedule and everything I have to do makes me hyperventilate. It's way too overwhelming to see all the work that needs to get done, and I usually end up with a longer to-do list at the end of the day than at the start anyway. All of these are common objections to planning, but this last one, anxiety from an overcrowded schedule, may be the largest looming obstacle of them all. It's not just an impingement, it can feel debilitating when your schedule is overcrowded. And very few people relish the feeling of an overly crowded schedule. If you're one of those people who don't, then all the more power do you. Most people don't like looking at a long to-do list and feeling out of control over their time. It's frustrating to stick to a schedule you would rather feel like there's flexibility, like you can choose what you want to do based on how you're feeling, how your mood is. Like you don't have to account for every single minute of your day and like there isn't a schedule dictating what you should and should not be doing when. If you're like most people, you want freedom to change your minds over how the day might unfold. Almost everyone craves room to think and feel spacious, to be flexible and adaptive. 
The challenge is how to integrate the spaciousness into your schedule on a consistent basis. So you're not just gasping for air in between meetings, but you have enough breathing room to be present. Before we start talking about the solution for more spaciousness in your schedule, I wanna ask you a question. Why do you usually feel overwhelmed by your schedule? What is it about planning a schedule that can create overwhelm? For most people, there are two root causes of an overwhelming schedule. The first is overcrowding and the second is inflexibility. Overcrowding comes from the planning fallacy, the brain's cognitive bias to underestimate the amount of time a project will take. Particularly when it comes to a new challenge or a task we may not have done before, can be really challenging to estimate the project's time requirement. So because of the planning fallacy, many people underestimate the time needed for nearly every single task of the day. If you're caught in the planning fallacy and you're underestimating the time needed for five to 10 tasks in a day, oh my goodness, that can really set you up to make your day impossible. Overestimating leads to a mounting stream of to-dos until you are drowning in overwhelm. It is a vicious, unrelenting cycle. So overcrowding because of the planning fallacy is one cause of an overwhelming schedule. What about inflexibility? Inflexibility stems from a bias to underestimate the likelihood of a disruption. Nassim Nicholas Taleb, author of The Black Swan, The Impact of the Highly Improbable, this book has nothing to do with ballerinas, FYI, presents the black swan theory as a way of understanding why we underestimate the likelihood of disruption in our own lives and throughout history. Part of his theory is that humans perceive unpredictable outlying disruptive events as so highly improbable that we almost always fail to make contingency plans. Part of why we fail to make contingency plans is because we don't know what will be the disruption. We don't know what improbable event will happen. But the trick is, it doesn't really matter what the disruption is. Once you start to realize that you can count on some kind of disruption happening, something will be disruptive, even if you don't exactly know what it is. So the key is to plan proactively for disruption. Okay, so by this point, you're probably thinking, Leva, I'm really familiar with schedule overwhelm, like a little too familiar, so what can I do about it? I'm really glad you asked because the solution is shockingly simple, like many of the best solutions in my humble experience. The simple solution for scheduling overwhelm is to routinely schedule white space into your day. Routinely schedule white space into your day. White space, breathing room, margin, open space. I actually don't care what you want to call it. They all mean the same thing. Time on your calendar that is unscheduled. Time on your calendar that is flexible, that is purposefully unscheduled. Time on your calendar that makes room for disruption or flexibility. Okay, I know this may seem a little bit counterintuitive, but hear me out and by the end of today's episode, I promise you'll be wondering why you never thought of this great idea before. White space describes the design principle that empty space focuses attention. Applied to planning, white space refers to that space on your planner that's purposefully left empty. White space gives you buffer time for your project estimates. 
acting like shock absorbers when the planning fallacy makes for a bumpy ride. It also gives you the flexibility to reschedule projects that may have been postponed, to be able to take a phone call from your daughter if something comes up, flexibility to pivot and help out a colleague if they need help on a project unexpectedly. By consistently adding white space in when you design your day, you proactively plan for these interruptions, last minute requests, or bright new ideas that you want to explore. And if you needed any extra incentive, just know that Bill Gates famously schedules white space into his daily routine, one whole hour every day for sitting and thinking. Pretty incredible. <laughs> Let's put white space into practice, shall we? We can apply this concept today by putting it right into your daily plan in three simple steps. So take out your planner, analog or digital. And if you don't have a day planner, maybe now is a good time to consider if the soon to be released present and productive planner would be beneficial for you. So take out your planner and we'll go through the three steps to have more white space in how you design your day. Step one. Whether you're planning for today or for tomorrow, start by adding in the obvious. Schedule in all of the meetings you absolutely must attend, all the commitments you have that you must keep to others or to yourself, and any high priority projects or tasks that are immediately due. Okay, so this is the bare bones of your daily schedule. So step two is that magic ingredient of adding in the white space. Block out one or two hours, they don't have to be consecutive by the way, but one or two hours and leave them empty on purpose or write in white space. This is the buffer time, the flexibility time in your schedule. Now, depending on how you usually go through the day, how many interruptions you can generally expect, you may only need one hour, you may actually only need 30 minutes of white space, but it's a really great feeling if you can to have this feeling of spaciousness in your schedule. I understand some of you may have completely back-to-back -back meetings or be really booked, you could be in a really busy season. It may not be possible for you to add the white space into your schedule, but it's also helpful to know that when you start the day and literally have that line of sight into how flexible your day is. That will help you make the decisions and the trade-offs necessary to keep you on track throughout the day. And then the very final step, step three, is to finish scheduling the rest of your day, honoring the white space. So schedule in anything else that you may need to add into the day, maybe less priority projects or things that you already know you'd like to take care of, but leave that white space open. And the great thing about leaving the white space open is that if there aren't any disruptions, you can still use that time to work ahead and then you feel like you're getting a little bit of time back in your schedule. All right, that's it. I told you having white space in your daily scheduling is a complete game changer, and it's delightfully simple as one, two, three, easy as ABC. Now is a great time of year to invest a little energy into learning best practice time management skills so that you can start 2021 off with strong footing. Oh my goodness, I can't believe that I just said that 2021. Wow, super not prepared for that <laughs> turn of year yet. If you're just starting out in day planning or if you're looking to improve your daily scheduling, I'm thrilled to invite you into a five-part day design challenge. The challenge is totally free and it helps you lay a solid foundation for effective day planning skills step-by-step of course, with five brief emails and mini trainings. 
I'm super excited to be sharing this with you because each day builds on the previous day and it teaches you how to schedule your day with plenty of white space. You don't want to miss this, so go to levabuzard.com to sign up and join me in this five-part day design challenge before the end of the year. Why not finish 2020 strong? And that's a wrap for today. We've covered the common myths masquerading behind that common phrase, I'm not a planning person, and the two root causes that create scheduling overwhelm. Plus, you've learned the surprisingly simple solution for designing your day with plenty of room to breathe. Building flexibility into your schedule is a habit that will serve you for life because life is flexible and your schedule should be too. I'm over here dancing at my desk and cheering you on because you just finished another episode of the Present and Productive podcast. Hop on over to levabuzard.com for today's show notes and more resources. And if you found today's episode valuable, consider sharing it with a friend or leaving a review on your favorite podcast platform. I believe that each of us has a responsibility to share positive encouragement with others. I'd also love to hear more of your story. I read every message and would love to hear more about how I can best serve you. Thank you for joining me today and know that I'm cheering you on in your journey. See you soon.